Here are five types of ads to run in 2024 to generate more leads in your business. If you're looking to fill your funnel, your pipeline with more leads and opportunities for you and your business, for your team, this is a conversation to absolutely pay attention to as we go through five different types of ads that are crushing in our ecosystem of coaching clients right now. They're generating listings, they're generating buyers, they're generating opportunities galore. This is a conversation for you because lead generation matters. And in a market like this, it matters all the more because, come on, you want to have a pipeline, you want to have a business, you want to have a predictable, I know that my opportunities will exist tomorrow and the next day and the day after because you have a steady process for generating leads. Now, there are lots of companies that you can outsource lead generation to, and I am a fan of a lot of those companies, and I am certainly, in this video, not suggesting you shouldn't do that. However, I would, I would admit, I would acknowledge, that sometimes lead generation can be really, really expensive. Some of these companies have locked up their formula, and they're like, oh, I'm going to charge you thousands of dollars for leads, and I want to give you an alternative solution for generating leads in varying stages. Some of these leads are going to be top of funnel, some are middle of funnel, some are bottom of funnel, and I'll leave it up to you to decide what you need more of based upon your systems and your business, but I just want you to have the options. I want you to recognize that if you do the thing, you have the power and this is the thing to be doing. Generate some leads. Welcome to This Week in Marketing. My name is Jason Pantana. I'm your host, and I'm so glad you're tuned in. If you're new to the channel, it would mean so much to us. If you would please tap that big red subscribe button, and there's a bell icon right next to it. If you tap it, it turns on notifications. So whenever we publish new videos, you get alerted straight away so that you can listen, absorb, and implement straight away. So without further ado, let's dive into five types of ads right now that are crushing it and will crush it in 2024 for more lead gen. First up is one I've dubbed Lead Forms Listings List. That is a tongue twister if I've ever heard one. Uh, first and foremost, what's a lead form? Well, in meta ads, which includes Facebook and Instagram, there are what are called lead forms. Lead forms are where you fill out a form, my name, my last name, my phone number, my email address, to receive the offer inside the platform. You don't leave Facebook. So it's not a link click. You're not driving traffic to a landing page. Facebook and Instagram provide a form fill that auto-populates with that user's information because Facebook already knows they're logged in. So their email is this, their name is that, their phone number is this. And all they have to do is consent to submit that information to you, the advertiser, so that you can then follow up with the lead. Lead forms work for a variety of reasons, but the main one is right now, ever since the app tracking transparency framework came out a few years ago, which that may be something you do or don't know about. I don't care if you do or don't know about it. But what it did is it effectively handcuffed Facebook and Instagram and other platforms from being able to look at your Facebook pixel and track conversion events as closely as they once did on your website. And so they were kind of flying in the dark a little bit in terms of being able to optimize ad delivery for performance on a landing page. Now that might have sounded like a different language I just spoke, and if it did, that's okay. Here's what you should hear. Lead forms are good because the form conversion happens inside of Facebook, inside of Instagram, and that makes Facebook and Instagram happy. So the first part of this ad is the act of it being a lead form. On meta in your advertising, you're going to want to focus on conversion events that happen inside the platform whenever possible versus leaving Facebook to go to your website, for instance, because it's likely to perform better if you stay on platform, there's better tracking involved, and therefore there's better optimization and delivery of your ads. Now, the second part of that title, if I could say it again, lead form listings list. The second part was listings list. 
This is not a complicated offer. Hey, do you want to see a list of homes under $500,000 in X area? And then it's a list. Hey, do you want to see a list of homes that are single level homes? Hey, do you want to see a list of homes with pools? I want you to imagine recognizing your market because you're the expert of your area. You know what buyers are looking for. Can you organize a list of listings that would be of interest to a buyer? Now you may be wondering, well, if it's a lead form, Jason, how do I get them to the list? I'm so glad you asked. So when somebody fills out a lead form, after they fill out their form inside of Facebook, then you drive them to whatever destination link you want, which would likely be some kind of a pre-filtered search already put up on your website where it automatically shows me homes in a specific area and a specific price point or whatever the perimeters of your search were. So the first one is listings lists. And I would deliver that ad through a lead form Facebook ad, i.e. Facebook and Instagram. That's number one on the list. I wonder, is all this talk about paid ads really getting your brain thinking? But are you realizing there's a lot of stuff that isn't done that should be done prior to all this paid ad stuff like my social media accounts? like my SEO strategy, my Google business, my email marketing, my organic marketing channels. If you're in a position where you're looking to massively improve how you represent your business online, through email, through SEO, with your Google business profile, through your social media accounts, through video marketing, then make sure to click the link in the description to learn more about Marketing Pro. It's a series of online courses led by me with video step-by-step -step instructions to take you from rookie to rock star and turn you into the ultimate marketing machine in 2024. Second type of ad to run if you want to generate more leads in 2024 is through DM automations in Meta. Meta means Facebook and Instagram. You've likely seen the ads before where it says send message. And when you send a message, you're activating the DMs, the direct messages. Now, this performs for a variety of reasons. One, we already talked about lead forms and how tracking and optimization is better when the conversion event, i.e. when the lead says, hey, my name's Jason and here's my email address and my phone number, when that conversion event happens inside the platform, it allows Facebook and Instagram to have better optics in terms of tracking and then showing your ad to the right people so it gets better performance. That's the first piece. The second piece was that DMs are just the secret sauce of Facebook and Instagram these days. Think about their competitors. YouTube doesn't have any kind of a messaging network. TikTok's messages nobody really uses. But Facebook and Instagram, people really use their messages and also, of course, WhatsApp. And so the notion of a send message app on a meta platform is really, really strong because A, people use it, and B, Facebook and Instagram know that people use that feature of their platforms, and it gives them a competitive edge over their competitors like TikTok and YouTube. So because of that, they're likely to give you a higher ad quality score because they want your ad to drive to the messages because it also makes their networks appear more valuable. Now, back to the ad itself. One of our rockstar coaching clients down in Houston, Texas, Elio Lanis, is running these types of ads and he's generating leads by the truckload, good leads who are buying and selling houses. They perform ridiculously well. And effectively, the offer he's making is the same as the last one. It's a listings list. Hey, do you want to see a list of homes under $400,000? Or something to that effect, whatever buyers or sellers in your marketplace might care about knowing your area like you do, he makes an offer like that, but instead of a lead form, it simply has a command in the caption that says, simply DM the word home, or he can specify whatever term he wants, and that's gonna be the trigger term because what Elio and other rock stars in our ecosystem like Elio are using is a third-party tool called ManyChat. ManyChat is message automation. It uses an API to connect to your Facebook messages and your Instagram DMs, whereby you can automate and simulate chat experiences. So you can pre-program it to say, hey, when they, when they use this keyword home, 
that triggers the chatbot. The chatbot then asks this question, and if they answer like this, go that way. If they answer like that, go this way. And you can create effectively a decision tree, if you will, a chat simulation or sequence of asking questions. You can direct them to different links. And Elio is doing this and absolutely crushing it, and his DMs are exploding with leads. I will give you a pro tip, however. You don't want these chats to last too long because people will fizzle out. So if you ask like 20 questions and you really, really, really need the answer to question number 20, you're going to have a low rate of fulfillment because people might fill out the, they might respond for a little bit and then just be like, ah, I'm done with this and move on from it. So you want to drive to your first party data as quickly as possible. That is phone numbers and email addresses. Get them on the phone, whether text or call, get an email address so you have their first party data for your lead follow-up activities. Third ad on the list is super easy. It's simply how we did it postcards. Postcards are crushing it. You've heard me talk about postcards a lot on this show recently. The stat I can't get over is that in the US, the average American household is only receiving one or two, maybe, pieces of marketing mail per day. You're like, well, it's a lot of mail. No, 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 it's really not. By comparison of what happens in your inbox, you're getting emails all day long trying to sell you stuff. You're seeing ads on social all day long trying to sell you stuff. You have ad fatigue deluxe. But in your actual mailbox, you're looking for legit mail and the average American isn't getting a ton of marketing mail. That to me smells suspiciously like a giant opportunity to reach more customers and ensure your message is heard. Now, you all know social proof matters. Whenever homes list and sell in a specific area, it's likely more neighbors will get the itch and they decide to sell too. And it's a common use case that they're gonna go work with the agent who's had recent success in the area. So. My thinking is, if you're not leveraging some kind of a just-sold sequence of marketing, you're missing out. And I think postcards could be a viable way of delivering that message. My encouragement to you, though, is don't make it just-sold. That's a little too generic and easy to ignore. Find a more interesting way to capture that idea. For example, we have rock star clients like the Carpenter Kessel team down in Melbourne, Florida. They're absolutely dominating in their area. And one of their top drivers for more listings is they send out these just sold postcards. They're not technically just sold postcards. They're more like how we did it postcards and they bullet point document the methods applied to generate a record-breaking sale or other uh, accolades that sellers or would-be sellers would love to be hiring an agent who can achieve those kinds of results. They talk about their process and what they're doing and what their promise is to future sellers and people are responding. They're generating listings like crazy compared to other agents in their marketplace who are going without listings because there's been a flight to quality. And sellers are looking to work with the best listing agent, the most capable listing agent. And so my thinking is, you should be leveraging how we did it style postcards to generate more listings. Number four on the list is YouTube seller streaming ads. On this show, we've talked a lot about it. In fact, we did an episode with Shane Bergman recently where we talked about his YouTube in-stream ads. And Shane is sort of the case study on this. YouTube in-stream ads, the commercials that play before, during, or after a video you're attempting to stream on YouTube are rock solid ad choices. They have a low cost per view. They typically are stronger in terms of driving brand awareness and recognition. Their click-through performance isn't necessarily as good as Meta or Google because it's not the standard behavior of somebody who's watching an in-stream ad to think, ooh, let me go click on that. They may be watching on a mobile device. They may be watching on their TV at home, their smart TV. They could be in a variety of different placements. But one thing is clear. When they see you on YouTube, it's a total pattern interrupt. They're like, oh my goodness. this," And they're listening and they're paying attention. And so your access to their mind share is crazy good with YouTube in-stream ads, plus the cost per view is 
absurdly cheap. I mean, we're talking about a view between a penny, maybe two or three cents, and a view is defined as a 30 second watch or longer, assuming your video is at least 30 seconds long. This is a little sidebar. If you're gonna run in-stream ads, I wouldn't do them under 30 seconds because if the ad itself is less than 30 seconds, the video that you're running the ad with is less than 30 seconds, then you get billed for 11 second views, but if the video is more than 30 seconds, they have to watch at least 30 seconds before they get billed. So if after five seconds they press skip ad, it's free. It doesn't even count. And so YouTube is thus incentivized to find people who actually wanna watch your video or they can't use up your budget. That's a win for you. YouTube in-stream ads are crazy effective. And what Shane Bergman has done, and I would encourage you to go watch our interview from our most recent episode of This Week in Marketing. What he's done is organized his true value proposition to sellers. And he targets sellers in his geographic farm and they're accustomed to his brand. They see his signs, they get his postcards. He is not a secret agent inside of his geo farm. And then they see these YouTube ads where he talks about what they deserve in terms of a listing agent who's gonna deliver value and his ads are crushing it. I would encourage you, seriously, go watch that video, listen to the podcast, and leverage YouTube in-stream ads for seller lead generation. Shane's generating one or two listings a month in his little geo farm consistently because of YouTube in-stream ads. Now, fifth in the list is a little bit more technical, and you're like, more technical? Yeah, it's a little bit more technical, dubbed sign call interceptor ads. Think about what that is. Think about what a sign call is. Someone's driving around looking at properties and they're like, ooh, look at that one. And there's a yard sign out in front of the property. It's for sale. And they call the agent or they text the info writer or something to that effect, trying to get more details about that property, presumably wanting to schedule an appointment to get inside that property. It's a sign call. And if you've been in this business for very long, you realize sign calls are really high quality leads because they're in market, generally speaking, to make a decision. They're not hiding, they're not in research mode. They're typically in the bottom of the funnel decision mode. Sign calls are good. Now, a common use case or scenario is that someone's driving around looking at properties and they think, oh, what about that one? And it used to be more and more common that they would actually call the listing agent and leverage the contact info on the sign. That's becoming less and less frequent. It still happens. It's still a strategy you should have in place. An increasingly more common scenario is that they will Google the address of the property. And when they Google the address of the property, who's ranking on that search? Usually it's platforms like Zillow and Redfin and those types of sites, those search portals. And they are theoretically intercepting that sign call right now. However, there's a kind of Google ad that you could create that could allow you to intercept those sign calls on technically not just your listings, but all listings in your area if you run them the correct way. It's done through a Google dynamic search ad. Now, if you're a Tom Ferry coaching client, we have a detailed training inside of a loom that you can watch of me walking you through step-by-step -step how to run these Google dynamic search ads. I'll give you the basis of understanding so you can do some more research on this. Typically speaking, when you run a Google ad, that is a Google search ad, the way you run your ad is you say, hey, I'm gonna bid on some keywords. When users type these words into Google, and you can set a geographic boundary, they have to be in this area of the country or in this city before my ad triggers, and if they type in these keywords, I, wanna, I want a chance to rank on those keywords. 
And it's a bid, so there are other people fighting to get their ads to show on those keywords. And generally, when it comes to real estate ads, the kinds of keywords people bid on are like homes for sale in Milwaukee and stuff like that. And so, as you can imagine, there's a lot of competition. They're kind of expensive. And the other factor is those sort of searches, homes for sale in this area, are generally a little bit lower intent than looking for a property directly. When you're looking for a specific property, it implies you're typically in market and you want to see it. It's a stronger signal of, I'm interested, I really want to go forward, I have more intent than just generically looking for homes. Generically looking for homes usually indicates somebody who's in research mode and they're just sort of gathering their, their ducks in a row to prepare themselves for their search. So generally, a Google ad is you bid on keywords and you rank. The challenge is you're not going to go run ads every time you have a listing because it will be too time consuming and tedious to do that, to make a page and run ads and keywords every single time. And you don't have to. There's what's called a dynamic search ad. A dynamic search ad is different. Instead of telling Google the keywords you want to bid on, you say to Google, here's the web page I want people to go to. Or not just web page, it could be here are all the web pages. It could be any of these web pages. I want the consumer to drive to if they click my link. And what Google ads will do is it will scan through those pages to find the keywords for you. And it will automatically create that. It's called an ad group for you. So you don't have to bid on keywords. It will find the keywords. So it's pretty customary if you have an IDX-based website where I can search for homes on your website. Generally, the address of the property is in the title of each respective page. So if you're a Google Dynamic Search ad, you're going to take that bait because the title is going to hold a tremendous amount of authority in terms of what are the keywords it should be bidding on. So here's what you can do. You can run a search on your website, say all homes in your area under a certain price point, something like that. And maybe that search produces um, 246 listings. You can then use a Google Chrome extension where you can automatically extract every one of those unique links that is associated with each of those respective listings and put it into a spreadsheet. So you might then have a spreadsheet of like 246 rows. Each row is the unique link of each respective property that was within your search perimeters. And you can feed that spreadsheet into Google Ads as part of your dynamic search ad and say to Google, I only want to run ads to these web pages, find the right keywords. And the keywords it's going to find are likely the addresses of each respective property. And so what happens is someone Googles 123 Banana Street, Nashville, Tennessee, or something like that. Google realizes within your list of URLs is a page where the title is that address of property. And so dynamically, it generates a Google search ad in real time, and it will show at the very top of Google, and you can effectively intercept sign calls of people who are inquiring about that specific property. Now, I get it, that's a more advanced strategy, but here's the challenge. You need leads, and you gotta get dangerous in terms of understanding what it takes to generate leads. In 2024, it's gonna be a market of the rich and the rest. That's my prediction. The ones who rolled up their sleeves, got to work, lead generated, and filled their funnels, barns overflowing, vats brimming over, versus those who waited and hoped and wished that people would say, hey, I wanna buy a house, I wanna sell a house. You have to make the decision of what knowledge are you prepared to seek and uncover what strategies are you willing to put in place to put yourself on the rich side and not the rest side. Hey, I wanna know which of these ads are you the most excited to run? Thank you so much for watching. Until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.